بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على من لا نبي بعده وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. My brothers and sisters, moments ago we were helping those in need. Do you know every single one of us is in need of Allah Almighty? Our entire existence depends on Allah. And Allah Almighty mentions this in the Quran in order to draw our attention to the fact that He made us and He favored us. Ya O people, you are all in absolute need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He is independent, worthy of praise. That is Allah. Now, the reason why Allah Almighty has created a situation whereby we feel we are the ones helping others is simply because part of the broader test of humankind is to be able to cleanse the human being by giving what Allah has given them. If Allah gave me and I continue to amass without giving, then surely it's a quality that needs attention because it's not a quality of perfection. But as I amass and as Allah gives me, whether it is a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, a million dollars, whatever it may be, I always think of those who don't have. That itself is a quality of perfection. The more I consider others, the more I will benefit myself. Because Allah's kept a cap on how much you can spend on yourself on earth. Did you know that? As, as strange as it sounds, there is a cap. How much do you think you can spend on yourself on earth? It will not go beyond a certain amount. If I were to ask you, what would you like to earn before you threw in the towel? You know, when you ask little kids, youngsters, we've been asked when we were small, what do you think or what amount do you think would be enough after which you can say I'm retiring? That's it. When we were kids, we used to say a million dollars. Right? Million dollars, I'll give up, I'll close shop and I'll retire and I'll just, you know, a few more years. I promise you a million today is a speck. Once you get it, do you know what? You need the next million because you're a human being. That's the reason. But Allah's kept it in such a way that from that, when a lot of people see that, you know what? We have, and then there are others who don't have. Here, we're going to reach out to them. We're witnessing the wells. We're witnessing so many other projects of human appeal and others. So many projects. Where do you fit in? Even if it is not particular with a particular organization, but yourself, where do you fit in? What do you do? Allah Almighty will definitely return that to you with priceless things. Do you know contentment is something you cannot pay for? The Almighty has to give it to you. You're, you're a happy person. You're content. You're at night. You're so happy. Do you know the blessings of family? The blessings that Allah grants a person? The health that you have is something that 
honestly speaking, is priceless. It's a gift of Allah. And that's why Allah Almighty always tells us, He reminds us more than one place in the Quran. If you're going to try and count the favors of Allah, you will never be able to count all of them on you. How has Allah favored you? Think about it for a moment. He's given me so much. In all honesty, He's given me so much. I will never be able to count all of the favors of Allah upon me. But the opposite is true. What is the opposite? The difficulties and hardship that Allah put in your life, you can count those. Let me ask you a question. Think for a moment. How many difficulties has Allah placed in your life? Count them. Count them. We we'll pause for a moment. One, two, I have this issue, I have that issue, I have a health issue, I have a family issue, I have a social issue, I have a little financial issue, I have this and that. How many did I count? Eight. What else? Nine. Those nine issues have overwhelmed us without us realizing that there are nine billion other things that Allah has given us. If you are to count the favors of Allah upon you, subhanallah, you will never ever be able to count them. Oh man, do not become despondent because the Almighty has tested you with nine things to ten things. Do not lose your faith. Do not become a person who turns away from the Almighty simply because he has tested you with a little bit. Concentrate on what you have what you have. And when the Almighty's tested you, it's only to shine you, to polish you. MashaAllah, the jewel begins to show, the diamond begins to show, MashaAllah, because all the dirt and the dust is off now. We went through pressure, and what else did we go through? A lot of heat. Guess what heat and pressure does? It will shape the gold into jewelry that looks so pleasant. MashaAllah. Subhanallah. May Allah Almighty grant us all goodness. I started off this way because witnessing so many people struggle across the globe. The positive of it is there are an equal number of people, if not more, who are prepared to help. Congratulations. This evening, we have assisted, we have helped, and I'm sure my brothers and sisters, even if we haven't given monetary donations, we have prayed for them. We have felt for them. Part of your duty as a human being is to feel for other human beings. That's why when the Quran speaks about saving a life, it doesn't tell you or it doesn't discriminate in that saving. It just says, وَمَنْ أَحْيَاهَا فَكَأَنَّمَا أَحْيَا النَّاسَ جَمِيعًا Whoever saves a single life or a soul, Allah Almighty says, is equivalent to having saved entire humanity. Do you know why? Because if you saved one life, that concern is sufficient to save humanity. It is contagious. If all humans had the same feeling for one another, we would be saving entire humanity. But unfortunately, 
when we become selfish and when we're excited at the loss of another, that is when we wait for the end. We've become people without any feeling. My brothers, my sisters, if there is a single person around you struggling and suffering, please reach out to them even by saying to Allah, Oh Allah, my brother, my sister, my neighbor, the person I know, that one, this one is struggling. You know their struggles better than I do. Help them, grant them ease, open their doors. Be there for them. When you pray for someone, the first bonus that you receive, the angels begin to say, Oh Allah, grant this person better than what they're asking for that person. Wow, subhanallah. So I say, Oh Allah, bless that man. The angels are saying, Oh Allah, give him too or give her too. And when the angels pray for you, tell me which prayer is better, yours or the angels? It's quite simple. So if you really want the angels to pray for you, keep praying for other people. It's not easy because you have to think about it and you have to make it a trend. You have to make it a habit within you. Pray for people. When you witness someone struggling as you're driving, you may not have the capacity, the time, the energy to actually stop and assist every single person. The minimum you say, Oh Allah, all those I came across today and those whom I don't know, make life easy for them. Ya Allah, help them. Do you know what? Like I said, the first bonus is that dua. Beyond that, let me explain what happens. The concern itself, Allah says, He showers His mercy upon you because you are concerned about creatures that He created. Had He wanted, He did not need you in the middle of the equation, but He created it that way to test you. We are believers, we are mu'mineen, we're actually believers. We believe that the Almighty created us to test us. When I was little, I used to say, but why? That's what I used to say. But as you grow older, you realize it is indeed a test. It is a test. I tell people, the fact that you had no say as to where you were born and to whom you were born in terms of parents already shows that you know what, someone else is in control here. Someone else is in control. I, I didn't have a say what my color would be, where I would be born and so on. And that's why I'm not allowed to discriminate in those things because we didn't have a say at all. How can I hold against you the fact that you were born in another part of the world? How can I hold against you the fact that perhaps you were born to parents who were not well to do? And this is why discrimination is prohibited. Like I said earlier, if the Almighty had wanted, he would have done it himself, but he didn't. It was a test. And as we grow older, we realize indeed it's a test because nothing goes exactly according to us. Sometimes in life, and I promise you, this is amazing. We plan something. The Almighty has a better plan. So we do way beyond our own expectation. That's because the Almighty wanted it to happen that way. And sometimes, we don't achieve at all, even though we believe we had the capacity to achieve. How many times, well, it's happened to me, that we enter an examination and we don't do as well as we expected to do because of a silly mistake we've made. Sometimes we're so excited, we're so confident, but we did not read the question correctly. This is part of Allah's plan. He wants to show you as sharp as you are. As intelligent as you are, you can still be second or third or fourth because we made you make that mistake for whatever reason. Allah wants you to turn to Him. 
Allah wants you to love him. Part of the love of Allah is to love everything that comes from Allah. So if you love Allah, you love all the others whom the same Allah has made. Right? If I love Allah, I will love all the others whom the same Allah has made. And if I love them all, I will have to reach out to them at some point, even if I don't have much. You know, when you visit and I have had the opportunity to visit places where people have struggled due to disaster or warfare. And you find how the poor who hardly have anything share that little that they actually have. Imagine a biscuit that we gave being broken into half and the packet being shared with so many people before they knew we had a few boxes coming. Before they knew we had a few boxes coming, you start seeing them sharing it. Break, break the biscuit and give. And the joy at half a biscuit and a quarter biscuit. And for us, we won't even finish that. At home, a few biscuits will go into the bin. Don't you agree? But Allah says, you know, we've created you in a way that if you have concern, you wouldn't be wasteful. Because those who are wasteful, Allah describes them as brethren of shaitan. Shaitan meaning the devil. Why brethren of the shaitan? It becomes a habit. Before you know, if I had to or you had to be able to put whatever you've thrown away and was worth eating into a packet, you would be surprised how many kgs you'd have wasted by the end of the month. How many kilos? So surely it would be rewarding for me to think about it and to try to minimize, I'd rather eat a little bit less than more, or if there's leftover, whatever is suitable to be eaten, I do something with it. I remember back in the day, people used to complain that, you know, in the Middle East, they have a massive tray of food, a beautiful plate where they have a meal and a few people eat and they throw the rest away. The days have changed, mashallah. Now you have companies that offer a service to come home and take away your leftovers, whatever is worth eating, and package it into little packs and go and distribute it on your behalf to the poor. Subhanallah. So no matter what you've brought home, it's not going to be wasted. Even if there were only 10 people and there's so much leftover. Leftover is not necessarily thrown away. But that's Allah. Allah tests you. And another bonus, as I was speaking of the bonuses, is Allah will not allow you to see days that are as tough as the days of those whom you reached out to. Remember this. Because he says, Beautiful hadith of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Allah continues to help his servant for as long as that person is occupied helping others. Are you occupied at helping others, no matter who they are? If you are, that's when the Almighty will help you. That's when the Almighty will help you. You know, sitting and thinking about why Allah decided to create needs in people that are fulfilled by other people through His help. And then you start realizing that the other creatures is not exactly the same. Take a look at for example, the trees and the plants, Allah provides for all of them, but they are independent. 
Allah provides for all of them, but they're independent. Photosynthesis happens. The sun comes out, subhanAllah, each plant on its own, right? Although the seedling was from a mother tree, if you want to call it, but it's on its own. Think about so many other creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not exactly the way we have it. Recently, I went down on a scuba dive and I saw millions and millions of fish. And I'm thinking to myself, Subhanal Khaliq, look at all these fish. The provider, we as human beings who are far more significant, far more sophisticated, we have a problem feeding ourselves. And here there are millions and billions of fish. And every single one of them is being fed by who? Allah says there is nothing that moves on earth except that its sustenance will be provided by Allah. He takes it upon himself to provide them their needs. Wow. And he knows everything about every creature of his. That is the knowledge of Allah. Everything is written and it's clear for Allah. And here we are, mankind, mashallah, Allah gives you an opportunity. I want to share with you something today. In your lives and my life, Allah will throw opportunities in front of you. You see them, you witness them. If you're a businessman, or you're a person in a certain field, you notice an opportunity in front of you in that field. If you don't jump onto it and if you don't pounce and seize, it goes. It will go to someone else. Something else will happen. In business, it's quick. It's easy to understand. We understand quicker because there's money involved. There's something material involved. I promise you, even when it comes to assisting others, reaching out, turning to the Almighty, Becoming a better person, there will always be opportunities and Allah throws them at you. It is unfortunate that mankind sometimes turns or becomes closer to the Almighty when the Almighty holds back things. It's unfortunate. But the winners are those who turn to the Almighty when He blesses them. Backstage, one youngster comes to me and tells me, give me advice. And he didn't realize it's the same question quite a few others have been asking me through the day. SubhanAllah, give me advice. I just told him five daily prayers, especially the Fajr. What do you want me to say? I mean, I can give you so much advice. But the point I wanted to raise was turn to the Almighty during your happy days. That's why the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says, don't wait for the days to become tough for you to turn to God Almighty. Turn to the Almighty when your days are easy. Listen to this. Get close to Allah, get acquainted with Allah during your days of ease. And you will find when, when days are tough, He's there with you. He is acquainted with you. He already knows you. One of the stories I love is the story of Yunus alayhi salam. And the verse, the particular verse that moves me, Allah says, فَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطْنِهِ لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطْنِهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ 
had he not been from among those who praised his Lord before. He would have remained in the belly of the fish forever. Whoa. Did you hear that verse? It's amazing. Had he not been from among those who praised his Lord from before, he would have remained in the belly of that fish forever until the last day. And if you look at the narrations, they state how when he called out to the Almighty in distress from the belly of this fish, the angels recognized a voice that praised God Almighty every day, but from a different place altogether. And this time it was the same voice in distress. Can you imagine? The same voice that praises Allah every day, one day calls out to the same maker in distress. Do you really think your Lord was going to forsake a person like that? The same applies to us, my brothers, my sisters. We can inch closer to Allah. When I say we can inch closer to Allah, that's the least. That's the minimum. You know what you need to do in your life. We can do that, inshallah, by the will of Allah Almighty. And in the process, learn to respect people. Learn to honor people. Learn to acknowledge differences amongst you. And learn to respect each other. Learn to reach out to each other, to communicate with one another in a beautiful way. Because we share this earth and globe with people we agree with, people we disagree with, with people who will agree with us and they may disagree with us. We share the globe. We must make sure that as much as we stick to our principles and we stick to what we believe is right, we will need to respect those, the others who might think what we're doing is wrong. They may think what you're doing is wrong or you may believe what they're doing or thinking might not be correct. It's fine. We will never be the same. If the Almighty wanted, He would have made us all the same. He says it in the Quran that if we wanted, we could have had everyone think the same way and believe the same thing. But it's part of Allah's plan. It's part of Allah's plan. So. Being charitable is not only monetary. Like I said, you can pray for someone. Beyond that, there is a charity that every one of us deserves and we should be aware of. What is it? The expression on your face. Did you know that? The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says loud and clear that just the smile on your face is an act of charity that is priceless. You cannot put a tag on it. Show your teeth, mashallah. Hey, salamu alaikum. Guys, okay. That smile, that expression is a charity. Why? Simple. Very simple. Number one, it's contagious. Smile, they smile back. Right? Okay, see, there goes. Mashallah. <laughs> Secondly, it boosts the individual. Mashallah, you were low, you feel good. Imagine everyone's on a train and everyone's just looking down. Everyone's, and one guy walks in, hey. And he's looking at everyone. Reminds me of brother Omar. Big, broad smile. Salam alaikum. You know, mashallah, that's how he says it, right? Big, broad smile. And what happens? And the whole train is like, they're looking. And then the other person. And I saw a clip one day, some years back. I, I saw a clip online on similar lines. Subhanallah. And it was, it's amazing. So Allah says, you know what? It's an act of charity because it does something money will not do. The expression on your face. Try not to be miserable. Honestly, it will help you. You beam the positive energy just by looking happy. Mashallah. 
And when you're not happy yourself, it will boost you. Subhanallah. So these types of charity, amazing how the Almighty gives importance to it. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Imagine if he had to come in here, he would say something from his words, beautiful words. One of the things he actually gave importance to is the expression on your face. So my brothers, my sisters, whoever you are, wherever you are, try and be a little bit more conscious of your expression, inshallah, your expression. Even as you're working, try and keep a bit of a smile on your face, subhanAllah. It will make a massive difference. That's a charity. May Allah Almighty grant that to us. So my beloved brothers and sisters, here we are in this beautiful city of Adelaide. It's the second time I'm here, but it seems like I've been here for a while, mashallah. I see all these beautiful faces, some I recognize and many I don't. But there is goodness as I see people greeting each other, as I see people talking to each other. I promise you one good sign is to just witness people. When they greet each other, it's already a sign of goodness. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says, should I not show you something? If you were to do it, it would improve or increase the love amongst you. Should I not show you something that if you were to do it, the love would, you know, you would love one another? Greet each other. That's it. Greet each other. And another narration says, greet those you know and those you don't know. Today we don't do that, do we? We would be walking past people we know. The other day I was speaking to a brother and he says, oh, I love the time of the coronavirus. And I'm like, oh, okay. He says, because we had masks on, we didn't need to greet anyone. We didn't need to talk to anyone. We just walked into the supermarket and saw a person you really knew and walked past them like you didn't know them. And I'm thinking, but gosh, you lost out on all the rewards. I would have done this. Hello, put it down. <laughs> Mashallah, may Allah grant us ease. No, I wouldn't have done that. But what I mean is, <laughs> what I mean is, you could at least acknowledge the person, hey, how are you? Mashallah, you know, let them feel that you are a part and parcel of the same human race, meaning humankind, human species. So Allah Almighty has given us many gifts and the importance given to certain things, we don't give that importance. I promise you, your relation with your maker is number one. Yes, we will talk about it. We have spoken about it. So many people will talk about it. You must develop your relationship with your maker. You must have your prayers in order. You must know the rights and the wrongs and so on. We always speak about it. But there are certain things people do not talk about. Because that's not the only thing that makes you a believer. That's a part of it and an important chunk of it. But there is another chunk of it that people always ignore. That's what we're speaking about here tonight. Are you a human being before anything else? Today we reach out to people. Do you know, as much as I said that Allah will grant you a day when you will see the blessings of what you've done. But before that, He will protect you from going through similar challenges. He will protect you from going through similar challenges. And if you are tested with something that you feel is similar, he will always have a set of people out there to help you. 
He will always have someone out there to help you. Many of us here, we've seen struggles in our lives. Or we know of, of our parents or grandparents who have struggled. Where are we today? Where are we today? And we are still sometimes not grateful to the Almighty. But Allah Almighty creates people to be with us so that we don't feel as low as others felt when we reached out to them because we reached out to them. So my brothers and sisters, if I were to be tested by the Almighty, by something, maybe a natural disaster, a war, a sickness, something else, I promise you the Almighty's help and assistance will always be very near because we helped others. We, we cared for them. We thought about them. We were always there. You know, visiting the sick and the ill is part of a duty of a believer. In fact, there is a narration that says on the day of judgment, the Almighty will say, O son of Adam, I was sick and ill and you didn't visit me. And the son of Adam will say, how could I visit? How could you have been sick and ill when you are the Lord of the world? And he will say, well, did you not hear of such and such a person who was sick and ill in your midst or when you were there? Yes, you did. Well, had you visited him, you would have found me there. Had you visited him, you would have found me there. What's the reason? Again, it goes back to boosting someone. My sister, you are unwell. May Allah grant you cure. May you, may you recover. Complete, total recovery. I pray for you. Don't worry. You will be better. And I'm sure everything will go well. And so on and so forth. That's it. You didn't waste too much time then. You didn't visit outside the hours because that becomes a sickness on its own. You know, sometimes you have people who are unwell. A poor man or the woman needs a rest. And every little while, hey, knock the door. Someone's here to visit. But you know what? They're resting. How can they be resting? I'm here to fulfill a sunnah, meaning I want to do a good deed. Don't worry. All we need from you is just to pray from a distance. That's it. Minimum, send a message at least. When they get up, they will see it. So sometimes you need to know the timings. They, they don't have visiting hours at the hospitals for no reason. They have them there in order to afford those patients the rest that they deserve. That's the whole reason why they go to the hospital. But you have, a, you know, in, in our families, I mean, I'm sure those who come from communities that are close-knit, someone is sick. They have a queue at the hospital. Mashallah. They, they have so many thousands of people going to... It's a good thing, but it's a bad thing as well. Take it easy. Let the person rest a little bit. But getting back to the point, such a good deed when you try to give someone a word because part of the cure is psychological. Did you know that? When people are telling you, you're looking well, man, even though I'm not looking that well. Even if they were telling a bit of a lie. But if they, if they look at you, you're looking well, mashallah, you'll be better. You can't, they psychologically feel better. Your body fights the sickness. You start feeling so good. And guess what? A few days later, I'm out of it. Why? Hey, when you came, I felt so good. But it was just, mashallah, beautiful words that came from my heart to you. This is part of the plan of the Almighty. This is how we should be living as human beings. This is how we should be caring for one another. And this is only a tip of it. If I were to go on and on, we could touch on so many different aspects and angles, but I only chose to touch on a little bit because I'm sitting and listening to the collection that's happening based on the struggles of people across the globe. And I'm thinking to myself, imagine 
we're hearing about Somalia sitting here in Adelaide and the water struggles they're having there. What happened? The Almighty decided that that news is going to be carried to Adelaide in order to give Adelaide an opportunity to at least say a prayer for the people of Somalia who might be going through that struggle. And this is only by way of example, but there are people struggling across the globe. And the Almighty just wants to see, do you care for what I've made? We all claim we love the Almighty. We love Allah, right? We love our maker. We all claim that. We say that. In actual fact, true love is depicted when you care for the rest of the creatures that that same maker made. Then you are proving your true love. Do you care for them? Or is it all about myself and my little group? That's it. The group is massive. There are a few billion of us. There are a few billion of us. Yes, it starts off with your little family and then your community and it goes beyond and beyond until it comes across the entire world. And then it goes on to other species like animals. We care for them. I've always said, if a dog is drowning and a human being is drowning, both of them are drowning, who would you say first? Can you tell me? I just heard someone say human being. Mashallah, Adelaide knows the answer. Because another city without mentioning names, they said the dog. Okay. But <laughs> that's correct. We would save the human being. Can I tell you? With the intention of coming back to save the dog once we're out. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm saving the human. I'm still looking at the dog. I'm getting the human out and I'm jumping back for the dog. That is the way mankind should think. Because at the end of the day, we are taught to save lives. Mashallah. This is a dog. It, it may not be in the order of preference on the level of a human being, but it's also worth saving. And it's also worth quenching the thirst of. Don't you know the narration of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, more than one narrations where people were kind to dogs. And as a result of that, they attained forgiveness and even paradise. So imagine if you save the whole life of the entire dog. May Allah Almighty grant us ease and goodness. Can you believe that I've spoken more than the time I should have? It's okay. We're, I'm only here once in Adelaide. I can, con I can continue for a little bit longer. May Allah bless you all and grant you goodness and ease. My brothers, my sisters, we need to spread the love. We need to feel it. We need to make it contagious. We need to care for one another, respect one another. Remember, yes, we all go through our struggles and we all will have struggles. But if you want ease in your struggle, look for someone with similar struggles and start helping them. Talk about it to them. If you have a situation where you're really finding it tough, go out and help someone was going through something similar and wallahi you will find the almighty open your doors one after the other and you'll never regret what you did you'll never regret what you did so i ask allah almighty to bless every one of us in whatever difficulties we are going through may allah make it easy for you each one of us has unique issues may allah make it easy for you grant you goodness may allah elevate your status. May you attain contentment and ultimate success in this world and the next. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.